RTHK, the news at one o'clock with Barry O'Rourke. The top stories. Tycoon Jimmy Lai has been jailed for five years and nine months over a breach of the lease conditions at his next digital media headquarters. Firefighters are battling a blaze at a building in Yamate, and the IMF says China's decision to lift many of its COVID regulations will stimulate economic growth on the mainland and beyond. Tycoon Jimmy Lai has been jailed for five years and nine months for concealing the fact that he was operating a consultancy from the headquarters of his next digital media empire from his landlord, a breach of lease conditions. A former executive of Next Digital, Wang Wai Kung, was jailed for 21 months over the same offence. District Court Judge Stanley Chan said in October that Jimmy Lai was a smart businessman who managed numerous companies, but that did not mean he should shrug off his responsibilities. Development Secretary Bernadette Lin says a proposal to streamline a series of land development procedures would not preempt the power of LegCo in approving projects. Speaking on RTHK, Ms Lin said that, in her experience, if lawmakers don't want the government to proceed with a project, they will voice their opposition years before a funding request is tabled. This is because experience tells us that by the time we approach the LegCo Finance Committee, for funding to proceed with the works. By that stage, which is rather a final stage, normally the concerns of the LegCo members will be on technical details, like whether we have sufficient facilities to support the new population, whether the timing of the whole construction schedule is reasonable, and whether we have done our best to respond to the concerns of the local residents affected. The government has tabled an amendment bill covering six ordinances saying the time needed to turn plots of land into spade-ready sites can be slashed from six to four years. Firefighters are trying to put out a blaze at a building in Yamate. More than 30 people had to be evacuated from Hung Fai building on Dundas Street after the fire broke out at around 11am. One person felt unwell and was sent to hospital for treatment. Local residents were advised to close their doors and windows and stay calm. The managing director of the IMF says China's decision to lift many of its COVID regulations will stimulate economic growth inside China and beyond. Kristalina Gorgieva was speaking during a visit to eastern China. She praised Beijing's decision to move away from its long-standing COVID strategy. Combined with uh, steps China intends to pursue for more broad-based vaccinations, provision of antiviral treatment, all of this is very good for the Chinese people, but it is also important for Asia and the rest of the world. The Chungkwan O Lam Tin Tunnel and the Cross Bay Link have been officially launched a day before they open up for a public use. The 3.8-kilometre tunnel and the 1.8-kilometre bridge are toll-free and are expected to help commuters save around 20 minutes when they travel between Lohas Park and Kuantong during peak hours. Speaking at an officiating ceremony, Chief Executive John Lee said the new transport infrastructure would lift people's sense of contentment and propel Hong Kong's development by helping them save time and money and by beautifying the scenery. The security forces in the Bangladeshi capital, Dhaka, have stepped up security at a cricket field where a big opposition rally is set to take place. Activists of the Bangladesh Nationalist Party are angry at the detention of two top party officials. The BBC's Charles Haviland reports. 
As the BNP activists gather, their opponents from the governing party have been blocking a major highway, accusing the opposition of unleashing anarchy. The BNP is calling on President Sheikh Hasina to quit and give way to a caretaker government ahead of elections due in January 2024. And a BNP official has described as fascist the authorities' arrest of two senior party officials charged with planning attacks on the police. Earlier this week, police fired tear gas and water cannon into an opposition crowd. One activist died and dozens of people, including police, were injured. And now to the weather. It'll be fine and dry, but cool tonight with moderate to fresh northerly winds. And the outlook, it'll be mainly fine in the next couple of days, but it will be noticeably cooler at night and in the mornings, becoming cloudier in the middle and latter parts of next week. And currently the temperature at the observatory is 21 degrees Celsius, with a relative humidity now at 58%. And please be aware that the yellow fire danger warning is in force. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. The United States has warned that Russia is offering Iran an unprecedented level of military support, transforming their relationship into a fully-fledged defence partnership. The spokesman for the US National Security Council, John Kirby, said the US had seen reports that Moscow and Tehran were considering the joint production of lethal drones. Iran has become Russia's top military backer. Since August, Iran has transferred several hundred drones, UAVs, to Russia. Russia has been using these UAVs to attack Ukraine's critical infrastructure to kill innocent Ukrainian people. The sales of UAVs commenced after Russia's full-scale invasion of Ukraine, and Iranian drones are being used specifically to bolster Russia's capabilities there. A niece of Iran's supreme leader, Ayatollah Ali Khamenei, has been sentenced to three years in prison. Farideh Moradkhani was arrested last month after she called on foreign governments to cut ties with Tehran. In an online video, Ms. Moradkhani accused the Iranian authorities of knowing no rules except force and maintaining power. Her lawyer tweeted that his client was initially sentenced to 15 years in prison. But after an appeal, her sentence was reduced to three years. Ms. Morid Khani is said to have been tried by Iran's special clerical court, which is tasked only with prosecuting clerics and answers only to the supreme leader. The head of a Ukrainian human rights organization that was jointly awarded this year's Nobel Peace Prize has called for President Putin to be tried at an international tribunal for the war in Ukraine. Oleksandra Matvierchuk from the Center for Civil Liberties was speaking on the eve of the award ceremony in Norway. She said she was confident that Russia's leader would stand trial sooner or later. All these atrocities which we now face in our country is a result of direct impunity because for decades Russian military committed war crimes in many countries of the world and they have never been punished even for the horrible things that they have done in Syria and now we must break the circle of impunity. One of Russia's leading opposition politicians, Ilya Yashin, has given a defiant response to being given a lengthy prison sentence by a Moscow court for comments related to the war in Ukraine. The BBC's Steve Rosenberg was in court. It was a verdict and a sentence that said so much about Russia today. It relates to a live stream in which he talked about evidence uncovered by Western journalists of Russian atrocities in the Ukrainian town of Bucha. For discussing that... He's been sent to prison for eight and a half years. The way this trial ended 
reflects the growing wave of repression in Russia since the invasion of Ukraine. Ahead of the verdict, Ilya Yashin had accused Vladimir Putin of waging war not only on Ukrainians, but on his own people. President Zelensky of Ukraine says the eastern city of Bakhmut has been practically destroyed by Russian bombardment, leaving only burned ruins. The Russians have been trying to capture the city in the Donbass region for months. Mr Zelensky described the frontline situation there as very difficult, but said Ukrainian forces had repulsed attacks. Croatia are through to the World Cup semi-finals after beating Brazil in a penalty shootout. It's the second successive knockout game that Croatia have won on penalties. But victory was deserved as they created the better chances and managed to come from behind after Neymar had given Brazil a lead in extra time. The BBC's Dan Rowan is in Qatar. Brazil had come into this quarter-final against Croatia in scintillating form. Their 4-1 thrashing of South Korea in the previous round, reinforcing their status as pre-tournament favourites. But Croatia had other ideas. The favourites have been foiled. Brazil, inconsolable. Croatia, a country with a population, the fraction of Brazil, just 4 million, once again proving the doubters wrong. And Croatia will meet Argentina in the semi-final after Argentina beat the Netherlands 4-3 in another penalty shootout after a dramatic 2-2 draw. Dutch substitute Wout Weghorst scored two late goals, including a stoppage time leveller after Argentina had led 2-0 through Nahuel Molina and a Lionel Messi penalty. And now to end the news, the top stories once again. Tycoon Jimmy Lai has been jailed for five years and nine months after a breach of the lease conditions at his next digital media headquarters. Firefighters are battling a blaze at a building in Yaomate, and the IMF says China's decision to lift many of its COVID regulations will stimulate economic growth on the mainland and beyond. That's all the news from RTHK. Are you gambling with money you can't afford? Are you feeling hopeless after repeated gambling losses? Is your gambling habit pushing away your family and friends? Are you destroying your self-esteem and dreams through betting? Stop gambling your life away. Call the Gambling Counseling Hotline on 1-83-4633 for help now. Quit gambling for a sure win. The Legislative Council Election Committee Constituency By-Election Polling Day will be held on December 18th. Election Committee members can cast their votes from 9am to 11.30am to elect four Election Committee Constituency members. Election Committee members, remember to vote. For inquiries, please call 2891-1001. Improve electoral system. Ensure patriots administering Hong Kong. Live across Hong Kong, this is Radio 3. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. And here we go! 80s, baby. Mike and the Mechanics. All I need is a miracle right here on Radio 3. Great tunes coming up. Stick around.
Mike and the Mickey.